Hey guys, this is Kenny from the Level With You channel. Just here to let you guys know if you guys want to come chat with us, we got a Discord server up and running. Link is in the description below. You could give us some feedback, ask us questions, just interact with us or in general. You can also find us on social media platforms. Instagram, we're LVL With You. Twitter, we're Level With You. And on Facebook, you could search Level With You. Hope you guys enjoy the show. Stay level. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Level With You show. My name is Wiley Olmstead, and today I am joined by my good friends, Anthony Duart. I forgot to buy lunch meat. As well as Kenny Castro. Hey. As always, we are a video game podcast where we get together each week and talk about, you guessed it, video games. There's a lot going on this week. The games are flying left and right. I mixed them up. Oh, well. Uh, so yeah, stuff's coming out. We're going to talk about Control a little bit more, a little bit of Gears 5 impressions, as well as who knows what else. So, guys, let me know what has been the highlight of your week thus far. Uh, that's what happened this week. Uh, I played Smash with you guys on Friday night. I remember very little of it, but I remember being a lot of fun. Uh, that's it. That was it. So far? Yeah, that was a lot <laughs> got, of fun. Got a whole week to push in, though, because we got a bunch of games coming out on Friday. Yeah, nothing like a spontaneous Smash session. I love as, it. As she said. <laughs> Highlight of my week, um, the the fiancé surprised me, and she painted the bathroom. What? I Ooh. thought I was going to end up having a painting when she bought the paint, and, like, you know, she bought the paint. I had patched up the, the hole, and I was letting, letting the compound sit so I could sand it, and she painted everything except for the patch. So nice. I just... Had to go in, sand it, and paint it, called it a day. I'm like, the, the bathroom looks really nice. It's like a, I'm colorblind, so to me it looks like a aqua bluish with some gray hint to what, it. What is it really? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, a, I, like, a green, like a green blue, I think that's what she said. Like, I don't know. Okay, well, shout that out to uh, shout out to me, Dallas. Yeah. Nicely mm -hmm. done. All right, what about you, Tyler? Uh, let's see, this weekend... Uh, Caitlin and I went to a soccer game in Hartford. Nice. Ooh. Hartford Athletics. Um, they won like five to one. There was a pretty a few good goals. Nice. Um, and yeah, it was a it was a good time. So what is that like triple A soccer? Yeah, double something, A, something like that. Okay. They're on ESPN though. Oh, so. Ooh, nice. <laughs> but yeah, it's a. The, according to Caitlin, who is a soccer fanatic, oh yeah, um, neither of the teams were were good at all. So. <laughs> oh. Or uh, football, as they like who, to call it. Who does, who does she prefer, Messi or Ronaldo? Gosh, I don't know. I don't think she, either of them are on Ooh. her team. Ooh, does okay. she do fantasy soccer or something? No, 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 no. Well, it is a thing, but um, no, I, I can't remember what team she roots for and. Okay. When she listens to the podcast, she's gonna be like, "You know, you remember what team I you were for?" I bet you she's like a she's like a Bayern Munich fan or something like that. Probably weird. I could see that. <laughs> Bend it like Beckham. That's all. That's all uh, so yeah, we did that, and then we went to West Haven and hung out with a couple of her other friends. Um, so we watched football on Sunday. Made some fried pickles out there. Ooh, nice. it actually came out very good. Those are tough to make <clears throat> if you don't have a fry later. Did you deep fry them? How'd you yeah, do we, deep, we deep fried them. We just had a, a pan with oil in it and uh, made a batter and then threw them in there. And then we made some like ranch buffalo sauce. Oh, you got to do the spicy ranch for the fried pickles. <laughs> oh, yep. my God. Nice. That sounds so good. So, yeah, it was a, it was a pretty good weekend. Yeah. And other than that, I've just been nonstop playing Monster Hunter. <laughs> okay. Hell, yeah. We'll, we'll hear more about that shortly. So, real quick, my highlight also 
we, we got really great significant others. Yeah, I had a good uh, Sunday with Elena. We uh, went on a good hike up in Shelburne Falls. We got uh, some, some fresh peaches from the, the farm. We got some good cider from a cidery. We hung out with her sister-in-law and husband who are real cool. So yeah, that was that was my highlight, I have to say. Mm. So yeah. What cidery did you go to? West County, uh, which is actually, I learned, the longest continuously operating cidery in the US wow. since 1984. Mm-hmm. Do they do hard cider? Oh yeah, that's all it is. Oh, oh okay. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they're very, um, like they don't, can they're all 750 milliliters kind of has a very winery type vibe yeah Um, very fresh yeah and uh complex flavors a little bit of funky sour beer inspired stuff Ooh, yeah behind that yeah i haven't actually tried them yet but one of the bottles that i bought i didn't realize this until he was ringing me up he's like oh that one's like five to six years old just so you know i was like okay (laughs) all right (laughs) perfect yeah because i I asked him i was like you know do ciders have aging potential like a lot of the sour beers and he's like well yeah that one is from 2014 so so yeah i'll drink that soon let us know yeah where was this place um uh it's in shelburne Shelburne. Um, yeah fancy that i know uh i know caitlin likes ciders very much it's a super quaint and like they're only open from 12 to 5 on saturday and sunday to the public okay so yeah and it's like there's also a really nice farmer stand where you can get apples and peaches and honey and cotton candy and all that type of stuff right nearby so yeah it's what it's a it's a good trip and then you can go hiking it's a really easy hike but really cool views that i think it's called high ledges uh something ledges anyway We'll check that out. <clears throat> All right, getting into the games, and I have to mention a few other things. If you are wanting to consume the show in an audio format, you can do that on podcast services. Podcast Addicts, Stitcher, iTunes, uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, we're on all of those, so check us out there. We also have a Discord that I hear gets more and more active by the week. I tend to hop in from time to time. You can find descriptions on how to join that in the, co- or in the description of the video. Alrighty. Oh, also check out Anthony's great unboxing video where he opens up a bunch of cards. It's it's fun. It's a fun time. Yeah, post it <laughs> soon. It's a Dragon Ball Super card game. Uh, listen, no person doesn't know really much about the card game. Open two starter decks. You get to look at all the last shiny cards. Hell yeah. Should be good. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. So who wants to kick it off? Kenny and me. I think that's really that we should start it off. We, we're playing the new game, Gears 5. Yeah. So we, we're playing both two kind of different aspects of the game. You, you're playing the campaign. Mm-hmm. I'm playing the multiplayer. Mm-hmm. How, what do you think about the campaign so far? So uh, give some background on my um, history with the series. I, The only one that I've played to completion is 2. Uh, I've dabbled in one and three, um, not because of disliking it, just being more of a a PlayStation gamer or a Nintendo gamer at the time. And um, the only reason that I hopped on this day one was the Game Pass Ultimate thing. So uh, I looked up some backstory. I'm still kind of filling in the gaps as far as the narrative goes. But I'm enjoying the characters. I even have some nostalgia for Marcus, who's the main protagonist in the first three games. Um, and now he's older and, and a prominent side character in five. Yep. Um, not familiar with any of the younger cast, but I think that they've given pretty solid performances so far. I like uh, JD. is kind of a conflicted, complicated son of Marcus, who you begin the game as. 
And then a little bit later, uh, you play as Kate, who has been more prominently featured in the advertising for the game. Uh, and she's the biggest head on the box art. <laughs> so I don't know if I'm playing as her now. I don't know if it's going to switch back to JD or, or what. Um, I just keep thinking of Scrubs when you say JD. I'm like, oh, man, I'd love really. to see JD. <laughs> Is that the From Zachary, what's his yep. name? Zach Braff. Okay. And Gears. That would be good. That would be good. Maybe an unlockable skin. I wish. Please, please put that in the game. <laughs> Eagle! So um, it starts off as sort of your standard third-person cover shooter with clearly marked objectives and uh, linear paths, uh, very cinematic cutscenes interspersed between the moment-to-moment uh, -moment action slash you know, linear exploration where you're just you know maybe peeking around this corner to get a collectible instead of just following the straight path. Um, the combat is, it feels pretty similar to the other ones. Of course, it's more fluid and it's gorgeous. I think this is one of the best looking games uh, on console ever. Um, what really impressed me about it is that <clears throat> as you're fighting the enemies who are, you know, there's the swarm who are the organic evil life forms and then there's all these robots that I'm also fighting for, I don't know why. But no. as you're fighting, you're seeing, like, especially with the robots, you'll see all their parts all over the battlefield. Afterwards, you'll see shells all over the ground. You'll, it, just, it really looks like a battle just happened, and it, it runs pretty smoothly. I haven't seen any significant dips. I'm playing on the 1S. Um, so I've been, I, they've certainly taken their cues from Sony first-party games as far as... Um, pacing a little bit like there's good parts where you're just sort of walking through the environments and there'll be good dialogue between the characters and that breaks up the moments of intensity uh, really effectively like I was getting some serious uncharted vibes um, mm -hmm. walking through like uh, a specific town reminded me of in uncharted 2 and you're after like a really crazy action sequence there's like a really tranquil scene where you're walking through a village and uh, I don't know, that's a scene that's the game is well known for and in this, okay. it, I was recalled a bit here um, This might be a good spot to find some ingredients You have that? <laughs> Any of that? Um, I know you told me what that system? was from um, Okay, parts Kingdom Hearts yeah. <laughs> Anytime you go into an area where you can no, find but ingredients Let me talk about some things that are not shooting related So something I, that I, I understand Meowster <laughs> <laughs> Something I understand is new to the game is you have this um, kind of dro uh, what's the word? drone thing following you around that they call Jack that uh, you upgrade over the course of the game. Uh, when you're aiming your weapon, you press Y, you kind of shoot out something that either can send out like a flashbang to get them out of cover or um, an electricity thing that shocks them. Shocker. Um, but then if you also just hit Y, he'll do something like uh, either give you a temporary shield buff uh, so you can kind of like run into a bunch of enemies and shotgun a few without fear of being killed. Okay. Um, He's like a more useful little robot guy from uh, Nier Automata. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you can't constantly fire projectiles just like you, like you can with him. Mm -hmm. but um, You can also send them to bring a weapon to you, right? Yes, you oh, can. that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. No. Um, that sounds a lot handier. <laughs> yeah, it's useful. I do think that his powers aren't quite as powerful as I want them to be. Like I, I'm, when I'm in these challenging firefights especially in chapter two or in act two which is where i'm at now mm -hmm. i feel like it's only semi-useful um as far as crowd control because it really ramps up in difficulty i was dying a few times last night um 
and I, ha I don't think I died once in all of Act 1, but I'm near the end of Act 2. Structurally, the game takes a big turn uh, after the completion of Act 1. It, it kind of becomes a little bit open world. You have a map. Um, there's different objectives with question marks. There's a few different side quests. And uh, it really reminded me of the way that they structure Uncharted The Lost Legacy, which was the DLC slash standalone game for Uncharted 4 where you played as Chloe. Um, well, it keeps its super cinematic nature and the good banter between you and your partner, Dell, when you're exploring, that it feels natural. Um, and so it still feels like a main quest, even though technically you're doing side questy type things. So overall, I got a little bit turned off in, in Act 2. I'm hoping that when I finish it and move on to Act 3 that it goes a little bit more towards the uh, run and gun of Act 1. Um, but that's a very minor gripe. Like I, I still enjoyed my time in Act 2. Uh, it's all in like a frozen tundra type place. Pretty neat. Um, looks beautiful. So yeah, mostly pretty darn positive on it. I haven't gotten a chance to get into the multiplayer though, so why don't you let me let me know about that? Let the audience know. Um, so with the multiplayer, I've been jumping in with a couple of the guys playing ranked matches for Team Deathmatch. Even though it's my the mode I hate the most, um, I like more objective-based modes. Um, King of the Hill, um, dodgeball is a, like an execution, but with the option that as you, if your team, if a party, if a team member is dead and I kill an opposing uh, opposing teammate team, I bring back somebody. So I like dodgeball because there's possibility of making a comeback. Mm -hmm. You could come back from being one one against five. If you get two kills and run away, you get two more. Your your team is back. You played that in four. <laughs> I played that in four. Okay, and it's so, back. And it's back in five. So, but I've been playing team deathmatch. It feels much faster and more fluid than four. And four was pretty good. Four four's multiplayer was pretty good. So I definitely like the multiplayer. I tried I tried a couple of the escapes to give it a shot. See what it is. It's a new game mode. They've been um, hyping that one up a lot. They showed, like, uh, that was the main thing they showed at E3. Yep. So it's interesting. I've been playing it on Beginner, and I could see once you ramp up the difficulty, um, if you put it on Normal, Hard, Master, whatever it is, I could see where how intense it can get, where communication is a big thing because it's a three-man. You, you're all going with, th with two other people, and the objective is that you are trying to explode this hive. But you have to exit before you destroy it. So they, you release this deadly toxin that can kill you and also the the swarm inside okay. the hive. Kind of like the storm in Fortnite. Exactly. <laughs> so it's it's progressively filling up the map behind you as you're progressing. But if it catches up to you, of course, it's going to kill you. But each room you go in, it's just an undiscovered map. So you don't once you take a right into a corridor, it could be a dead end. Mm -hmm. that's filled with like five, six enemies. And you start off with just a handgun, so you have to pick up ammo and guns as you're killing killing other other enemies. So I can see where the difficulty level is on it. And you could create your own escape map. Oh, that's pretty cool. And you could publish it online, but you have to be able to beat it. <laughs> okay, Super Mario style. <laughs> super Mario style. <laughs> so I didn't realize that until I made a map that was super difficult. <laughs> and then it was like, oh, you gotta beat it before you publish it. And I'm like, oh shit, oh. 
I'm like, I'll save this. My this trash button right here. With not even. I saved it in my draft, and I'm like, I'll rope Wiley into trying this with me. <laughs> I'm like, I'll get Wiley and one other person to try this with me. See if we could publish it. Yeah, well, I can blame you when I get frustrated. Like, yep. <laughs> Kenny, yeah. what were you thinking? But yeah, because I definitely dropped like enemies and bo- mini bosses. How long did it take you to make? I didn't even know I had that. Um, it's quick, very quick. Okay. Um, twenty minutes, twenty oh, okay. twenty five minutes, and I made it pretty pretty like detailed so it's almost like three levels in one before mm. you can escape okay so. so what's the um so how do you make is it like a like just like a top-down like map view where you're just like creating rooms and yep so you're like enemies you want it gives you a, a budget for your chapter so you can it's by chapter so you can i added i made three chapters to my escape so each chapter gives you a budget of um a thousand arms um, work or um, work points that you can you can spend on, but the enemies don't cost any 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 um, work points. You could uh, drop as many, but you have a limit per room per square of how many enemies you could drop in. Mm-hmm. But you can also drop in um, item or weapon pickups, and you can like drop in um, a spawn like an enemy spawn point where there that's there's no limit to en- what how many enemies you could put in. 20 of each possible enemy into that spawn point and they'll just keep flowing out until you like leave the area Hmm. so um so what's the progression loop like in uh escape and versus mode like what are you are there's got to be some meter going up so with escape you gain skill cards and you increase the your character's level each character has a different ability special ability like or ultimate ability um the character i've been using his name is mac his ability is um a shield so he pops a shield in front of himself that'll you know help and make sure that the um he's not taking damage from in front of him mm-hmm. but he still take damage from around okay um haven't tried the other two characters but as you play and you escape from the hives you gain more skill cards are there other characters too? So there's two other for escape. There's two other characters, but in horde there's more characters. Uh, horde is the fifty waves. You know, every time waves Jeez. is a boss mode. Is a boss. It's a boss round. Um, that's an intense one. I've only been able to finish a horde in gears four. Never, and not, I haven't been able to do it in any other in gears three. I couldn't finish it. One time, got to wave fifty, and we just couldn't beat it. Oof. Um, that's gear- got to take like what. <laughs> Two three hours. It well depends on how good your team is, mm. you know. Um, it could take two hours, but if you're dying constantly, a lot longer. A lot longer. <laughs> um, but if you're rolling, when you die, do you have to start all over? You will start that round over. Oh, okay, that's not too. That's fair. But then, if you really think about it, um, in horde, <clears throat> if they kill you, then if they're wiping your whole team, that means they're most likely destroying a lot of your barriers that you spend a lot of points on oh. to create. So then when you recut when you come back into that round, you don't have those barriers. Okay. They're destroyed. And now you're a lot less if you couldn't do it before when you had a tur- like five turrets up, six barriers, XYZ. Now that you have two turrets might instead as well of wipe. You might as well wipe, you might just give it a shot. I'm one person that I, I don't care too much about the barriers and the turrets. I try to go head on, like I, I say, as long as you're covering bases and you're communicating mm-hmm. and you're sticking not too far. Because once you spread out in the map in Horde, it becomes difficult. Once you get dropped, you're now you're expecting somebody to run across fire 
to come pick you up. You know, mm-hmm. so it becomes difficult because now you're putting another teammate in danger because you were too far uh, far away from the squad. Gotcha. Yeah. So in Horde, it takes a lot of teamwork to get through 50 waves, even oh, yeah. on even on the easy. Wow. Yeah. I you mean, know? 50 waves. That does because that sounds it, a little much. Because <laughs> it, after every 10 enemy, after every boss fight, enemies gain something. So it'll be like double health now, um, twice damage though. So it's they're they're getting a multiplier after every ten waves. Okay. So they become increasingly more difficult. Well, we'll have to give that a shot together. No, I'm definitely down. Yeah. Maybe I'm, maybe even after the show. Maybe. Maybe. Ooh. Yeah, for someone who's super not into Gears of War, like the way you described the mode, kind of sounds like a top down, like a almost automatically generated, and then that create a mode one, like dungeon crawler, escape room kind of deal. Well, I think it's still going to be a behind-the-back third-person shooter, yep. but just from the... I think he was referring to the how it looks when you're creating Oh, yeah, when map. you're creating it. Yeah, yeah. But I meant, like, actually playing through oh, it. Oh, okay. It seems really appealing, to, like, especially for that kind of game. Well, you got the Game Pass. You can get it now. I canceled it. I, <laughs> dumbass. I had overdraft on my bank account. <laughs> I was like, uh-oh. Well. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's okay. I'll get it soon. You yeah. should just go with the Ultimate Game Pass. Right now, it's two, two months for $2. I, I did that because I had regular Game Pass, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll pay two bucks to play Gears." It converted today. everything. It converted everything, and then like it also said that like my next payment wasn't until isn't until twenty twenty two, which has to be an error. No, it's not. What I don't get it because so remember I was telling you they have a current conversion system. So whatever amount of time you had left on your live, it converts it into Ultimate Game Pass at a I think it's a four to one ratio. I don't, I don't, so, I don't know. So, I'm not going to understand. So, <laughs> I've, uh, so I'm, I've talked to the uh, Microsoft rep. I bumped into him at GameStop that day, and he explained it to me. I, when it first dropped, they were doing a one-to-one conversion. So if you had five years of Xbox Live, you would have gotten five years of Ultimate when you did the $1 for, uh, for Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. So it, it, it was insane. They were like, oh, they're just being real, like right now because they're all about it. They're doing a one-on-one conversion. They're, he's like, oh. Microsoft is thirsty. He's extremely thirsty. <laughs> thirsty but for that gamer love. <laughs> hey, it's, it's working. I, because I, honestly, I thought the conversion was amazing. Like, that's such a great st- strategy. You get people who, they're like, well, I'm already going to spend, I got to renew my live, so I'm going to spend $60 on it. Might as well spend the 60 plus another dollar, and now I have live and, and Game Pass for a whole year. Yeah, it's. For, you know, and all I spent was an extra dollar. Yeah, it's sweet. Yeah. Um, so moving on from Gears Five, Tyler, I know you've been uh, rummaging around in the game closet looking for something to love on, and you found something. Yeah, I've been hopping back into uh, Monster Hunter. Uh, me and my roommate have been playing that. He just bought it, probably like a week and a half ago, and he's already like at the point in the campaign where where I am. Bang. I mean, he's probably put in like 50 hours wow. in like a week and a half. No <laughs> life. Good for him. <laughs> um, and like my character right now, um, I think when I started playing again, that character had like 70 hours and now it's got like 100 hours in it. <laughs> okay, so uh, what, what have you been up to? Been I mean, I've been you. going through the campaign, trying to get through as much as I can. I think I've like finished like the main quest line for the For game. the second time? Because well, like I beat, I beat the main quest line in like thirty eight hours or something. 
And then well, there's more after that. Well, I, sure. I can't remember if after the first quest line it rolls credits. It does. Because then there's another quest line mm-hmm. and it rolls credits again. Oh, really? Yeah, there's like a whole other like assigned mission campaign, hmm. and I'm not sure how many more times it's going to do that. But I, so you 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 finish the first one, it rolls credits, then you keep on going, and your hunter your hunter rank still increases like one at a time, like as you do assigned missions. Yeah. Um, but then once you finish that quest line you fight like a giant dragon and it's like the same it's like a it's kind of similar to like Zora Magdaros where like it only after you fight it it only appears on like rare occasions and you need it to like craft some of like the best gear um, is it a giant game. one you have to like climb same as Zora no it's not, it's not a giant one like I mean it's, it's a giant dragon but it's the same kind of like fighting mechanic as all the other monsters mm-hmm. Um, Zeno, Zeno Jave or something is what it's called. Ooh, good it's name. Just, it's like this blue dragon with like it's just like made out of like energy and light and stuff. Sweet. Do you get a new ground hunted at? Is that like a po- post game new area? You said it was like no, Elder, Elder's, Elder's Recess. I yeah, think? Elder's Recess. I mean, you discover that after like the first uh, campaign, I guess the Zora Magdaros um, arc. Arc. Yeah, we'll call it. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it? Elder's Recess. Um, it's where like a bunch of elder dragons live or uh-huh. go to die, I guess is what it's, what it's for. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like I fought all the elder dragons, finished that. Um, and then once you finish that, it boosts your hunter rank. So I think it, I would say like hunter rank 15 or 16. And then after that, it boosts you up to like 24, like wow. right immediately after it. Hmm. And then you have like a, like a couple more assigned quests. You have special assignments. That's when it introduces, like, the Witcher, like, special assignment quest. Yeah, I was going to ask, um, how's the Geralt? Um, it's pretty good. I tried his quest once um, and failed. I actually ran out of time um, for it. Is it an um, hour? Uh, yeah, 15 minutes. 15 minutes, yeah. Um, so I definitely have to go back and try that. But I just got caught up back in trying to, like, grind for gear, mm-hmm. um, trying to get, like, a certain build going. I mean, I looked online, like, oh, what's the best insect glaive build? So I've been trying to grind a bunch of those materials. Um, and the build I'm working on right now gives you, like, super high, like, affinity, which affects, like, your critical hit chance and stuff like that. And then I have, like, weakness policy. So then, like, weakness policy combined with, like, critical hit increase increases, you'll do, like... 75% more damage on like weak points and stuff like that and that's so dang. satisfying I love getting a good armor weapon set that just oh, just synergizes just together. so well mm-hmm. yep mm-hmm. Um, part of the game so yeah I haven't, I haven't decided yet if I'm going to get Iceborne because um, I know that it has introduced a lot of new tools and mechanics there's like a grappling hook now which I mean to me doesn't really make a huge deal just because I use the insect glaive. Yeah. Didn't you have um, a grappling hook before though too? You could like shoot the little bug. Now you can use, now you can use it like, like t- more will. traversal. Yeah. 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 That's good. Well I've been hearing really excellent things about it. I mean it's got like a ninety on Metacritic. It's apparently like a whole new game, dude. You should get it. Yeah. I probably will. <laughs> I just wanted to like get all like the stuff I could like before mm-hmm. jumping into that. I'm, I'm curious if it's like a separate separate game unless like say if I bought it or played it and bought it now and played where I'm at would it just throw me into no it? like you have to be maybe you could play it but I would I from what I've heard and I've heard a good amount of impressions of it is this like it is end game stuff so yeah super end game so like probably where you're at then yeah. so like second uh, yeah and I, I still think I have like more till I'm like at, at end game wow. level jeez because I mean people like 
regular hunter ranks go up to like 130 or something like 130 wow. something wow. and yours is what like 36 <laughs> only 100 more to go <laughs> yeah. well it's one of those that's why. And then, and then when you play iceborne then you get master ranks and then you're wow doing quests that have master rank what does the gerald quest and... give you is it just like with your gear uh yeah i think once you defeat the the monster it'll probably unlock another uh weapon set an armor set nice um i'm not sure exactly but That's we'll cool. find out when i do it so playing that who knows how much longer i'll continue playing it especially with like borderlands and a bunch of other games coming out mm-hmm. but for now that's what i've been what i've been binging nice nice well, uh, last week I was discussing Control. I was very positive on it. Um, I wrapped it up this week, beat it a couple days after we finished last week's show, um, and I'm just as positive as I was. Uh, there were... Um, so I even, after I completed the game, uh, which, you know, pretty... It's an abrupt ending, I will say that, and uh, I thought it was over, and then there's just a little bit something more um, afterwards, which... which I appreciated, and uh, it, it sets up the post game in a fun way where you kind of want to keep still exploring and looking back on the stuff you missed. So I went back and uh, found a couple optional bosses that were very tough to uncover. Like the game really has some cool secrets and some neat puzzles that um, you could very easily miss, and you get essentially, I would say that 50% of the game's bosses, if not more, are completely optional. Wow. Um, and because, yeah, most of the encounters in the regular game are just sort of waves of enemies with maybe one sort of mini boss type figure. But the, the full on bosses with like the big health bar on the top of the screen are, are mostly the, the hidden stuff. So that, that's really neat. Um, a couple of them, I will say one of them I had to cheese. It was so freaking cheap. It was just like it was this one guy who he wasn't himself hard, but he would spawn ads. And one of the ads would just like you would hear a quick shriek. And then you would, like, before you could even get your shield up, half the time, he would, like, two-shot you. Um, and he had a big health bar, so I ended up just staying up on a little perch and blasting him away. Uh, <laughs> and it took, took about 15 minutes, but anyway. It works. It worked. If it works, it works. So, yeah, um, still a really cool game with um, a bold story, excellent sound design, a rewarding exploration, um, piss poor frame rate on PS4. I, I plan on platinum it. Uh, I'm gonna go back, you know, in, in a month or two, wrap up all the stuff that I missed. Um, it's pretty easily platinum. I already have like 75% of the trophies. So yeah, that's control. Um, now why don't we talk a little bit about our fun time Saturday night? Was it with Smash? <laughs> So the new DLC character, Banjo-Kazooie, is out. Yep. And Tyler, you've had the most experience playing him, I believe. I know Anthony has a bit, too. I think so. Did so. I play it? <laughs> I was really drunk. I don't remember. But it was it was fun. I always got the Wonder Wing, which is crazy. It's like on par with Ganon's Warlock Punch, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty it's powerful. most powerful attack. Yep. goes down. Um, aside from that, I feel like his attacks are pretty, uh, I don't know, just... 
basic. Yeah. How's um, this side B? My friend was telling me that the side that, that's B. That's the is. Wonder Woman. Uh, yeah, oh, it's okay. like super invincible. And I think you only have like five chances to use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, First stock. So, yeah, he charges up. He turns all gold, uses one of the, the feathers, and just charges at, at people and does like a massive amount of damage. Hmm. Um, so if somebody's at probably like 60, 70%, it could probably KO them. Hmm. I hear it's he's hard. got a good grab too. Mm-hmm. Like he slams them into the ground, and then like the higher percentage that they have, the longer they stay in the ground. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I haven't even really, really experimented with that. Check that out. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I know that there's that one attack he does where he grabs Kazooie out of his backpack and takes him and just whips him down. <laughs> I don't know if that's yeah. the throw or just his like tilt. Did you uh, play the stage at all? The Bandra no. stage? Mm-mm. No, actually, I didn't, no, I didn't even try the stage. I oh. just like jumped right into the character. Gotcha. Um, I think they. Uh, did you play the banjo games back in the day? Yeah. Yeah? Yep. I played Tui, and I loved Tui. I, I also played Kazooie, but I didn't beat that one. Uh, but Tui. Those are long. They're very long, like, yeah, very definition long, yes. of collect-a-thon games. Like, yeah, yeah, totally. Got all the puzzle pieces. Got all the puzzle pieces and put them in painting and then go to the next level. Don't get a game over. You might get an awkward boner when you're a little kid because the ugly witch gets super hot. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember I that game. That's the only game over screen I like vividly remember for being like little, like not super, kind of like really scared about it. But like watching it, being like, oh wow, this is weird. Yeah, <laughs> reset the game. <laughs> yeah, I remember as a little kid, like yeah, I was scared of that witch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's, uh, what was her name? Sucks. Grundle. Gruntilda. Gruntilda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, I think Banjo and Smash is a super cool addition. Um, he's definitely usable. I'm not sure. And what capacity or what level, what tier he would fall under? Mm-hmm. Um, but he's he's fun to play. Yeah, I remember when Joker came out, people thought he was going to be sort of on lower tier, and he ended up winning Evo. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's all how you like the character. That's what I like about Smash. It's all how you know the player who uses the character is able to utilize them mm-hmm. and draw out their full potential. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anybody else playing anything else, or do you want to move on to the next part of the show? Say, move on, Tyler. Get the keys to the car. <laughs> I'm ready. All right, ready. I'm ready. Cruising for a news in the part of the show where we get some stories off the internet, throw them on a page, read them back to you, and discuss. All right, so. The day after last week's show, there was a big Nintendo Direct. I know it's kind of old news at this point, so bear with us. Um, I'm Not with... barely, Banjo, because I uh, get it. Oh, my it. God. So after the <laughs> Nintendo Direct, uh, they did say, Banjo, he's out right now. Uh, and we also got a new Smash character announcement. I think they did it in a pretty fun way. Um, Terry Bogard from Fatal Fury. What? I like his hat. Yeah, That's no. about it. I mean, uh, I've never played a Fatal Fury game. I know it's an SNK franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, cool that they're just getting in all over the place. Um, so what? Any thoughts on this character? I think it'll be good. It was, you know, from left field. But then again, right be- that morning, right before they announced it, um, I thought I saw screenshots on Reddit. Somebody was like, well, if you look at Challenger Pack um, 4, it has the SNK copyright. So it's an SNK character. You know, so they were like people were all over it. So it was that it was Terry. It was a shock, yes, because I think they were they were leaning towards someone else. And I forget who it was. I hope it was my. Um, when some of the people were saying my, yes, um, 
But I forget who it was. They were leaning towards somebody completely different. It ended up being Terry. I like it. Um, more of a hand-to-hand combat character, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was afraid we were going to get another sword user. <laughs> you know, right sword away. User, He's yeah. full of sword um, Even though I do think we're going to still end up getting one more. And not this challenge pack, but the next one. We'll get at least one or two oh, more. Oh, for sure. I, because I even believe we're going to get um, the main character from Three Houses. Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem Three Houses added in. Oh, for At yeah. some point. Yeah. Yeah, why not? I could see that. That was cool, though, too, at the end of uh, that announcement when they showed up, Terry. They told us Banjo was available. They are like, yep. don't worry. We're going to give you more DLC characters. And that, that's awesome. Yeah, so that was another uh, so, somewhat surprise. Um, I was very there's surprised. going to be a whole other challenger pack. I assume that means most likely five more characters. That's mm-hmm. insane. I hope so. That's a lot to give. I yeah. mean, I just hate the people you can still see complaining about, like, oh, what's this? Each character, you get one more, and I gotta wait, and there's nobody's happy. It's like, come on, really? This is an amazing amount of DLC. Not nobody, but the certain people you see online, I just don't get the vocal, the vocal minority. Yes, Um, but you know what's interesting, right? You know who's top three in every list, no matter the region: Japan, U.S., U.K. Goku, Sora. Oh, really? Sora. Uh, Sora is top three in every list. Well, for what people want, I can see it. Yeah. Imagine, imagine that. You know, he has a, he, he's got yeah, a lot cool. of potential move sets. He, he definitely does. Oh, I yeah. can, I can see, um, I can see, um, form the, change, the, the tra- train, uh, trinity, mm-hmm. a trinity, a trinity attack. Yep, it'd be yeah. sick. I feel, like, I feel like they're gonna put Shantae in. I have a feeling. I, I think see, they I might see that happening. You know, I want the next Ooh. challenge back. Bender from Futurama. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be, I'd, I'd want his amiibo. I'd buy a Bender amiibo. Yeah, you know who'd be a cool character? <laughs> Cuphead. Cuphead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> represent. Maybe That'd that's what they're cool. waiting for. With the did the DLC come out yet? No, not yet. No, but that could be a t- that, prediction. Prediction. Yeah, uh, good yes. call. Good call. Tyler. With the Cuphead, Cuphead Amiibo. Mugman. Yeah. Well, the Mugman would just be a skin. A skin. Yeah. 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 But that, that's a good one. And then Cuphelda or whatever her name is, the Chalice. Oh, he would have so many good powers too. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could his B would be the. The snap. Yeah, is that <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's all the uh, different kinds the, of bullets. The, the, there's the, 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 yeah. there's like the shotgun. I hope bullet. they don't make him like a shadow fighter for Mega Man. Maybe or they, it? maybe they could fighter. do his counter. Um, they could, you know, how some of the characters have counters, or he could a parry, a, a jumping That's parry. That's true. Yeah, down B. Uh, so, so uh, some other stuff mentioned in the Nintendo Direct, which was a big one, forty minutes. So we're gonna gonna go out. Go over these rapid fire. Uh, I hope. Beep, 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 beep. Uh, so, Nintendo announced Super Nintendo Online or games that you can play them. Sorry, I'm getting a little word salad thing going on here. But Super Nintendo games for Nintendo Online users are now available. It's a separate app from the Nintendo Online. Uh, Twenty games available right from the get-go. It's got all all the clat, not all the classics, but a bunch of them. No extra cost. Um, I remember we were debating that a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it's pretty much best case scenario mm-hmm. what we were talking about, yeah. which I'm very happy to see. So yeah, you can play Link to the Past, Super Mario World, Super Metroid, Pilot Wings. Did Monkey um, RPG? They did on show it? off a, con- a special controller, right? They did. Yeah. Thirty dollars for a wireless uh, Super NES controller. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know if I'll be purchasing that, but uh, and it also is sort of like this should work on the Super NES Classic, which has a five foot long controller cord mm. better than the 2.5 <laughs> foot one for the original nintendo which is just blasphemous 
But anyway, uh, moving on, we also got a few game announcements, including Deadly Premonition 2, A Blessing in Disguise. Anybody played Deadly Premonition? I watched mm-hmm. some. Oni plays through the first one, and it looked interesting. It was- I played the first maybe 45 minutes on PS3. I think I picked it up for under $5 on a sale a one time. Price. And ooh, I thought it was just so bad. It didn't just look great. so so bad. I mean, I know it's got a cult following, and it's got sort of David Lynch vibes, um, and is is weird in all the right ways for some people. But like the combat was just atrocious. Um, it was the story was incoherent. IGN infamously gave the game a two out of ten, and then was re-reviewed uh, with a much higher seven point something or eight point something. Um, wow. So. I don't care about this. I would give it another shot. Uh, Deadly Premonition Origins, which is what they're rebranding the original game as, is also being coming out to Switch. Um, so for the fans of the series, cool for them. I don't think anybody saw it coming. Kind of a cult classic that most people thought would stay dead and stay that way uh, is just one of those things. But why not? Uh, we also got AC Rebel Collection announced. Our, that's Assassin's Creed. It includes Black Flag and Rogue, a.k.a. the pirate ones. Um, what was Rogue for? Rogue was the weird one that came out the same year as Unity for PS3 and 360. Huh. Literally came out hmm. like within a month of, of Unity, which was the next-gen one, and this one was only on uh, PS3 and 360. It was ported last year mm-hmm. to PS4 and Xbox One. I think it's a pretty highly regarded one. I think you play as a Templar in it, um, which I know you're not a fan of the series, so you, that might not mean anything to you, but you're, you're a bad guy. <laughs> I was going to say he's the bad guy. Yeah. 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 Um, but that's pretty cool. I mean, those are massive games and fitting both on the little cartridge. Uh, kudos to those folks. Uh, we also got Overwatch announced, which everybody saw coming. You were talking about it a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, Tyler. You're the big Overwatch guy here. Yep. I remember you said you probably wouldn't jump back in. No, I think it's, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not going to be like cross-play is what it seems like. It's just going to be exclusive to Switch Online. Mm-hmm. And a lot. I, like, I've read a lot into it and like, heard a lot of people talk about it and people make some good points. It's like if they do put it, if it is coming to Switch, I feel like they should probably add a more robust single-player experience. For sure. Because... At the at currently Overwatch is just an online matchmaking multiplayer game, mm-hmm. um, and for Switch players that don't want to have to that or for Switch players that want to play on the go and they want to not have to rely on spotty internet spotty internet connections where mm-hmm. they're trying to play and stuff like that. I feel like there needs to be some kind of single player experience. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I mean, we'll see what happens. And for me personally, yeah, I wouldn't want to play on Switch. Just because when I did play Overwatch, I played a lot on PC, and just the control, the graphics, controls, graphics, controls, yeah, everything would be a little bit different. Because you didn't have controller support on PC, right? It was a mouse and keyboard. No, no, I think you could play with a controller, but obviously mouse and keyboard is superior. That's what I've heard. Still trying to get used to it. (laughs) Um, We also got a little bit more of a look into Game Freak's side little game called Little Town Hero. Coming October 16th, featuring music by Toby Fox, the creator of Undertale. That was interesting. It looks so cute. Yeah, it does look really cute. 
Uh, we also got some more details on Pokemon Sword and Shield. Apparently, there's going to be a curry rice mode where you prepare yeah. curries and add them to your curry decks. I can't wait for my curry so why decks. Like, does this get you in? <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is this, this is a selling point. <laughs> uh, I was already going to play it anyway. I maybe not day one, but now it's like I'll be there at midnight. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. With, curry. with curry in hand. Yeah. Yeah, in my Pikachu costume. Yes, in your Pikachu onesie <laughs> with a bowl of curry. I want, oh. I want sword at you. We'll just start a segment where we make a curry in the game and then make it in real life. Oh. Ooh, yeah. Wiley's curry. Yeah, Wiley's <laughs> curry, curry corner. corner. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now it's, it's got to be a thing. Now I want curry. Um, Luigi's Mansion 3, which is releasing on Halloween. That's fun. Uh, we got a little look at the multiplayer mode called Scream Park. Going to be two to eight players. You can check that out. Give us Gooigi. Um, I want Gooigi. Give me Gooigi. Oh, yeah. Gooigi. <laughs> Uh, Damon X Machina. I guess there's a demo for that out. Um, you can carry over your save data too, because that comes out on Friday. And there was uh, what was that? Uh, oh, oh really? Yeah, it's like like the Dragon Quest demo they released. You can download the demo for Damon X Machina, play through the first chapter or whatever, let you play through, and then transfer your save data over to the full game when it comes out. Even if it, you get it physical. Mm-hmm. I'll talk about talking about that. Did you guys get this um, the special spirit from the Dragon Quest? 11? I didn't download it. I did. I probably should. <laughs> I want that spirit. I was like, I was like, I bet you if I just download it, start the demo, and then leave, I'll get the spirit. Yeah. Then like two days later, when it, when Banjo dropped and I got updated it, it was like, oh, tacos. I'm like, hey, I got the spirit from Dragon Quest. Nice. <laughs> so the spirits are the collectibles in Super Smash Ultimate. Like, there's what 1,300 of them now. That's oh, it's lot. up there. It's like thir- it's between thirteen hundred and fourteen hundred. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Crazy. So how many I, do you have? I have five twelve. Five twelve. Nice. You have more than me by a lot, right? Like three hundred uh, by like three hundred? I have no idea, dude. Like last time we talked, I think you said like six hundred something. I gotta give so, that mode another shot. I was pretty cold on it. Um I I will say I got all of the special ones for Persona though. Nice. Like the last battle was ridiculous for that last one. For the one that where it's the whole whole team. Huh. Oh yeah, you have like, to beat everybody. Yeah, that's, God, you that's, I think beat, that's what I'm stuck. You gotta right beat now. everybody, and then Joker comes out and instantly gets his ultimate attack, like five seconds later. Yeah, his final smash. Yeah, he gets his final smash, uh, like within five seconds of p- appearing. And so it took me a little bit, but let me know if you need help because now we could do it together. Oh, we could do co-op. I like that. We can do co-op spirit mode. Yep. Yeah. Well, well, not the spirit board. Not the oh. um, not the not the regular spirit story. The spirit board you can do go up. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. cool. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Right, cool. That was an update in like two updates ago. Dang. Yeah. All, all right. Up. So I think that's all the stuff that at least was relevant uh, enough for us in the Nintendo Direct. There was a lot. We can't necessarily talk about all of it. Um, so some other more recent stuff. Uh, I thought it was super cool. I didn't even know about it. But Celeste Chapter 9 was just released today, which is a free DLC for one of the best games of the past few years, in my opinion. It's a really great platformer, about 20 bucks, very challenging, awesome music, and I'm super stoked to go back and play the final chapter, which I guess is like two to three hours long. Wow. Um, Tyler, you and I were both playing that at the same time, um, going on a couple of years ago now. Yeah. So um, you going to jump back in? Yeah, it's free DLC. I'll uh, finish it off. Yeah, and there's, bang. there's like stuff that we both didn't do in the first, I know, like, there's a bunch of B-sides and C-sides. Dude, those freaking B-side missions in Celeste are so hard. They really are. Some of them, like, 
I really tried and put the time into it, I'm sure I could do them. But that just looks it, like it too much so of an much, headache. So much trial and error, so much just precision inputting that mm. <laughs> you need to get through these levels. They're so hard. I know. If the game didn't have the best music ever and you didn't instantly respond at the beginning of the screen, I wouldn't be about mm -hmm. it. But since you do, it's awesome. Have you guys watched speedruns of that yet? Uh, no. It's pretty entertaining, especially uh, TASs or tool-assisted speedruns of Celeste, where they have like a computer. Somebody programs a computer to pretty much do like higher than something that's obviously beyond human input, but like just pinpoint like button presses. But it goes crazy. Hmm. Like it's very entertaining to watch them. They beat it decently fast, but it's cool to see a human do it and then like watching one of the robots kind of like oh dang just yeah. do it nice I'll have to check that out um we got another game announcement uh re project resistance tease got kind of a eh, some pretty cool trailer about mm. like four uh characters shooting some zombies at the end you see mr x come in looking all brooding uh, and then you get a splash at the end says more info at tokyo game show um capcom's been on a roll lately Yes. What what are our hopes for uh, RE Project Resistance? Well, my guess is I'm thinking it's gonna come out and it's gonna be somewhat um, like a Left for Dead, you yeah. know, a game. Fill that void. Fill that void that we've been missing with no Left for Dead three. Mm -hmm. um, but I I hope this it also brings in some of the elements from Outbreak. I know it's Outbreak uh, Resident Evil Outbreak on the PlayStation Two is a game that feel like not too many people tried when it came out. Mm -hmm. It went really under the radar because it was meant to be an online multiplayer game on the PlayStation 2. I picked it up because I like Resident Evil games, even though I never beat them most, for most of them. And um, so I picked it up, and it was super hard to beat that game by yourself because it's meant to be played with others, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so I hope as long as it stays away from a lot of the elements from Operation Raccoon City, which were kind of bad. Like, some of that stuff was... Was that the Wii one? No, that one that was, was like on 360 PS and PS3. Yeah. Oh, okay. And that was the one where you were, like, mercenary... Like, you were, like, um... You were umbrella operatives. Gotcha. And each one had, like, different skills. And, you know, the story was, eh, it was blah. And the multiplayer was also kind of... You know, I understand they try to do something different. They try to have AI zombies in the middle of de team death matches that could attack both parties, mm -hmm. both both teams. Um, but it was completely glitchy, and it was, you know, so flawed. But they tried something different, and you gave them kudos for it. Um, but I would like it for it to just to stick to like a left for dead form formula, mm -hmm. you know. Okay. Let me take on Mr. X with, with a team with, with my three buddies. So I think my prediction is that with the success of recent games like Friday the Thirteenth and Dead by Daylight, that we get something like that. Oh, yeah. I kind of like where you're going with it. Where yeah. where Mr. X is user controlled. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. So it's going to be like a hide-and-go-seek type thing. Damn, I'd buy that day up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you, from the trailer, you definitely get a little bit more vibes that you're going for. But my hope is that maybe it's a combination of the two, hmm. something uh, a little bit Two different innovative. game modes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, yeah, there could be two different game modes too. But uh, so, yeah, we'll see more at TGS, Tokyo Game Show, happening September 12th through the 15th. So we'll have all the happenings from that next week. Um, so what else we got? Uh, bada boom, bada bing. Uh, Hideo Kojima tweeted out that there's going to be a very easy mode that you can even beat if you can't beat the first level of Pac-Man. 
Um, so that's neat, uh, I guess. Uh, they're going for a very cinematic flavor. They want everybody to be able to experience it. Anyway. That's my game mode. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to pee. I just want to pee. You just want to pee? Pee in game. Oh, yeah. Anthony, and we, need a, yeah. we need to coordinate so we could pee in the same spot. Yo, we'll make the, yeah, we'll make the we mushroom grow. We'll make the mushroom grow. <laughs> like that. We'll make the biggest one. Mm-hmm. So uh, I also saw a tweet from him this morning that the TGS presentation is going to be 49 minutes long. Of wow. just Death Stranding? Of wow. just Death Stranding. Holy. So, yeah, this man has an ego. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't blame him after what he went through. Now he's like, look at me. Yeah. <laughs> So we will see and have a lot more Death Stranding reactions next week. Uh, fun little story here. Sad if you're EA. Uh, they officially have mm. the Guinness Book of World Record for most downvotes on Reddit. 683,000 <laughs> in response to the whole loot box debacle about Star Wars Battlefront 2. Second most, only 89,000 downvotes. That's insane. So it has like seven times as many downvotes. Um, wow. Just funny to look back on that now. Game's in a much better place, Mm -hmm. Um, but never got to do it. It may be deserved. Uh, One story that just happened as of today, and it's not even on the paper. We just watched a little bit of it upstairs. We got some news about the Apple Arcade, which is a new subscription service for mobile games slash iPad. $4.99 a month. Got to look at a couple neat-looking sort of indie titles. also learn from Apple's website, you can now pair your PS4 or Xbox controller. That's a smart move. Um, I don't know. This looks like a fun thing for kids, maybe. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, oh, yeah, you, you stepped in a little bit afterwards. Um, it's essentially the model of Xbox Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Um, for you, mobile games. For, mm-hmm. for mobile games. New things added every month. Um, okay. Also playable on, like, uh, Apple TV. Uh, wow. As well as iPad, and okay. so pretty much anything Mac. Yeah, um, and you know you can't beat that price. Uh, and it's a free. There's a month free trial. I think it begins September 19th. It's already rolling out. So, it'll be interesting to see if it shakes up the mobile market at all. Um, yeah, interesting to see what kind of games they put out for it. Yeah, if they get any sort of exclusives that get buzz and mm. you know it's like oh well this is the game you gotta try yeah you think this is kind of like in response to stadia coming trying to keep people on uh apple platforms and for sure um stadia definitely appealing going for that more hardcore crowd i mean getting games like destiny assassin's creed and um you don't think you're gonna be seeing that and they're not streaming um but yeah they're just it's interesting to see them get into the gaming space a little bit more so. Um, To me, it seems more likely to succeed than Stadia because the barrier to entry is lower and it's it's sort of a more of a a wider appeal than Stadia, which is a niche audience that's like the hardcore gamer that doesn't necessarily care about latency, um, that doesn't care about owning games. I think Stadia's got an uphill battle. Um, So that's just my two cents on it. All you need to do is buy a $1,000 piece of technology in order to get your $5 subscription. <laughs> but who, who does? I mean, yeah. But everybody pays their their iPhones off after over years and or two years or whatever. I mean, I know that some crazy people put down the $1,000 right there. But yeah, they all. Bad yeah. paying bills. Yeah. I'm yeah. all set with that. Here's <laughs> <laughs> my mortgage payment. <laughs> yeah. Take my house. I want an iPhone. Take it. Um, so, yeah, that's it for Cruising for a Newsin'. Um, we do have some new releases. 
coming out, uh, Borderlands 3. I think that's currently sitting at an 85 on Metacritic. Gears 5, 86 on Metacritic. Uh, there's this new game called, what is it, Greedfall. Looks like a super interesting Western RPG. I think that's only at 74 on Metacritic, but still getting some good buzz. And the hits just keep on coming. It's that time of year. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had a question from one of our viewers. Um, this is from John. This is the mailbag portion of the show. Uh, and the question is, what game are you surprised never got a sequel? And which is the one you'd like to see the most? And tell us about your answer here. I wrote that I would like to see a sequel to Mega Man Legends 2 because they left the first or the second game and left it off as a big cliffhanger. And then there was like part of the plot you were going to go help resolve that cliffhanger. And then they just end the game. So I'd really like to see that. Plus what? that game was like 19, no, it was like 2000 something for the PlayStation 1. PlayStation 1, mm-hmm. okay. I know they were going to do a sequel to it, Mega Man Legends 3. And that was getting announced along the same time with Mighty Number no. Nine, and that was like a whole debacle. Because mm-hmm. then, then, and then they just ended up canceling it. Gotcha. I'm thinking, and like this is sort of a hard question because gaming, like more so than any other genre, they get sequels because once things iterate and they improve, and it's the you know the one medium where sequels are oftentimes better than the original. Um, not always. So I'm still racking my brain here a little bit. Kenny, you got anything? I would say. Mine is um, Azura's Wrath. Ooh, that's a good choice. Azura's Wrath. I really enjoyed it. Very, I loved the cinematics to that game and the time-based, you know, gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, it was great. Yes, I didn't like that. I had to fin- I had to buy the DLC to finish the story, but you know, I thought that was a game that had potential for more. You know, like I could I could see there being another one. What was that system on? That was on 360 and PS3. Okay. That's by, um, if I remember, Capcom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you even buy the DLC anymore with it? You should be. You I should be so. able to buy the DLC. I'd like to, I know it's on Steam as well, too. I want to play through it because it's pretty much just like an interactive anime. Yep. Exactly. They structure it like chapters and everything. Mm-hmm. Tyler, really you got anything for this one? Um, I mean, I'm just thinking, and I actually haven't played a whole a lot of it, but I know it. So... I'm thinking of Shadow of the Colossus. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it had a remake. Mm-hmm. Um, Two. Which, yeah. <laughs> so, have, which oh, was, well, it had a remaster and then a remake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, which was, seemed beautiful and was a pretty awesome remake of, up for a game. Mm-hmm. Um, but that game never had a sequel, like a real sequel. True. Um, well, if you beat it, you would understand why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well. I think it's, isn't it a spiritual successor to Ico as well? I think it's supposed to be in the same universe, but totally different gameplay. Mm. Um, I actually played the PS3 version of it earlier mm. this year. I know that it was right after the PS4 version came out. There was all this talk about it. I was like, you know, I really want to just play the original, and I don't want to spend the 40 bucks. So I played through the whole thing, and that game's freaking awesome. It's fun. I played through half of it. I have that in the Ico collection. I want to okay. go back and play that. Um, so my answer uh, is Spec Ops The Line. And uh, if I had some more time to think about it, maybe I'd give you something else. But Spec Ops The Line was a, an excellent third-person shooter on the PS3, Xbox 360, uh, main character voiced by Nolan North. <laughs> you play as a soldier. It sort of begins as a somewhat generic uh, cover shooter uh, where you're, you know, part of, you got your military bros you're going through and you're saving people from terrorists and stuff like that. Uh, But as it progresses, it has really interesting um, moral dilemmas. 
you kind of it has the the old game cliche of who's really the monster here as you go, go on, uh, but it does it in a way that is, that is so successful that other games haven't really matched. I do have hopes that this year's Call of Duty is going in that direction. From what I've seen, I think that they maybe took some inspiration from it. Um, but yeah, that's a really underrated game. Spec Ops The Line. You could probably find it cheap online if you're interested in checking it out. Um, Ooh, I got a real answer. Oh, yeah? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Chrono Trigger. Uh, Chrono Cross. Does it go out? Does it go out? Does it go Anyone? Why not? It's no. a good, it's, you ever played Chrono Cross? No, I haven't. It's a great game. It's pretty beloved. It's pretty fun. I mean, I also like have the nostalgia boner for it, but it's pretty good. <laughs> and you can recruit like a lot of different characters. They don't get a lot of like development as characters, but there's a whole bunch of them. So, uh, he wants Chrono Trigger too. He wants it to be yeah. sprites, and he wants yeah. it to be top down. I got one. I got a question for. I never, I never beat this one. I think I, I beat the first boss in this. Um, why, why didn't? Blood- oh, Bloodborne! Oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, That's I, I was answer. gonna say. I was gonna. Say, I was yeah. just gonna say Bloodborne. Why, why hasn't that guy? I know. I think it's gonna still happen, and I think Sony owns the IP. Code um, vein. They. Um, oh yeah, that one's another one coming out soon. Uh, Every Sony event, every E3 for years, it's like, oh, Bloodborne 2 is coming, Bloodborne 2 is coming. But um, from software, they've just been kind of tooting their own horn. They made Sekiro. They are making Elden Ring now. Um, My guess is that Bloodborne 2, early PS5 window. All right. Yeah. So I think if they don't, then they're... I think the only reason would be that Miyazaki doesn't think he can top himself because it was so good. It was so good? Yeah, yeah because from, I didn't beat it. And from Did what you? I heard, it was amazing. It is. And I'm like, well, that one hasn't gotten a sequel. And I feel like from all the buzz I've ever heard about this game, it should get a sequel. Yeah, you know? definitely. Um, yeah. All right. Thanks for the question, John. As always, if you'd like to be on the show, feel free to leave us a comment here. Get in touch with us on Discord. Um or mail us a letter, anything like that. Anyway, this has been The Level With You Show. Thank you for tuning in, and we will see you next week. Bye. 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 I really do got to go get lunch. Bye. 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 Screwed for lunch this week. (laughs)